Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Basketball is back and BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. And as your continued source for all your sports wagering information, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. BetOnline, where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals centric specific show where we talk, of course, about the Arizona Cardinals here in the Phoenix metropolitan area. So wherever you may be, thank you for joining us. I am one of your co-hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams. And with me, as always, is a man who not only played professional baseball, but he also played in the National Football League in that first Super Bowl bound team for the Atlanta Falcons. I'm talking about none other than my brother, Ed Easy Smith. What is good, my brother? Hey, what's going on, brother Jay? Just getting ready to get this one in and and cruise toward the finish line because you know we're getting close to the end here. <laughs> Man, there's two things. Speaking of the end, um, I'll get to that in a second. So you, you, it was a nice, uh, it was a nice toss up alley oop there for me. We do this thing two times a week on Mondays. It's always our reaction to the most recent Cardinals game. We we give our thoughts and then things that that uh, insights that came out of that. And then our Thursday show is typically looking ahead to the next opponent, and we'll do that as well. But I mean, this season is pretty much over. But a gift that has been given to us is the is the uh, Hard Knocks in season covering, of course, the Arizona Cardinals. And uh, so we're giving our thoughts based upon that, our reaction to it. And man, two things. One, we're going to talk, of course, about this most recent episode. And we're going to talk about coming to some endings, coming to the end. J.J. Watt, his career is coming to an end. So I want to get your thoughts on him. But man, this, I, man, you, we've all watched those television shows where, where we know that they're getting to the end of the run and they're trying to get maybe an extra season or two, or maybe it's the final season and they're, and, and we know it's building up to a big finale. So there have to be two or three, maybe clunkers towards the middle of the season or, or towards the end of that season. That's what it feels like here, man. Cause they seem to be grasping at some straws for some of these, for some of these. And I say storylines and we say this because again, it's entertainment. It's a, it's a show. It's an entertainment show. And I felt that way. Did you feel that way in terms of watching this one? Man, it was, you took the words right out of my mouth. They are really <laughs> searching right now. And it's almost like, hey, what can we, matter of fact, you know what I took notice of, bro? What's when up? You, when you start the series in uh, a few weeks ago, right? We yeah. had a full hour, right? Yeah. Bro, bro we down to 50 minutes right now. <laughs> I'm talking total, and I'm not lying. I'm talking total. Of yeah. 50 minutes from start to finish when usually it's a full hour and, you know, and usually, you know, hour and a couple minutes, you know, now we're down to 50 minutes on the block. Right. And that means about 47 minutes of actual film time because, you know, you got the intro recap of last week. Et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And they try they, to lay, they try to lay right. real stretch out that last week or up to now. Cause they went all the way back to, uh, to my man, um, Hamilton. Oh, um, in terms of yeah. with, with his feet. So I knew that they were going to feature him. It's, 
you just know some of these things. You but searching, continue. bro. I mean, they are literally searching for, you know, they say there's no, let's put it this way. There's no longer stuff on the cutting room floor. They're using all they, <laughs> bro, they're using all they got. You, we all we got. <laughs> PMB. You know, they're using oh, all they goodness. got right now because there's nothing left on the floor. They're at the very end. Matter of fact, they might be going back weeks ago talking about, hey, anybody seen, uh, uh, uh three, uh, second, uh, uh, episode three, uh, uh, 50 <laughs> minute 55 through 58. I mean, they're looking right now. <laughs> oh, that's what man. You get when you're four and 11. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, you speak on it, speak on it. One thing that <laughs> stuck out to me, I'm probably going to, I'm going to jump around just a little bit and I want to, I really do want to get to your thoughts on JJ Watt and some, some in your thoughts on him here sure. in, in a few minutes. But one of the things I, I've played pickup basketball games, I've played, yeah, so the, I'll, I'll just go pick up basketball games where we end up losing and the, and the team and, and you probably, and you know, which part of the episode I'm talking about when I say this, where the guy says, man, y'all had us. Y'all should have beat us. Oh man. yeah. Yeah. You should have gave you the ball more. I don't know, dog. I don't know. Or you should have gave dude the ball more. You could have had us. I wasn't really feeling it today, but you just let me stick around. And so that's why we won. And that's what happened at the end of that game mm-hmm. where it was, um, what, uh, Evans said Evans. to, uh, said, said to Hamilton, yeah, yeah, y'all had it. Yeah. And that's, 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 at the, at, that's one part compliment and the, and another part or more parts just almost disrespect, man. Y'all, what's up with y'all? I don't know what y'all doing, man. Somebody messing up around here. I don't know if it was y'all or your coach or something, man, but something. Y'all should have had us. Hey, bro, that's y'all let us get one right there. There's no way we should have won this one, but you gave it to us and we'll take it. That's, that's basically what he's saying. You gave it to us, we'll take it. And, you know, I, I know we'll probably get through as well because right now, Jay, doesn't it feel like we're on a loop right now? You know, everybody, anybody who yes. knows about, you know, entertainment and we're, we're on a loop, meaning we pretty much like we're just going round and round and round. We get yes. to a point where we just begin the next segment and it's the same segment as yesterday. We're just doing that loop. And if you notice, bruh, Kingsbury, there's a couple times, man, when he just looked like, he- if yeah, he could have yeah. put the, the 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 sheet down and just walked off the field, he yeah. would have because he was just that frustrated. And to a certain degree, how can you you know you have to have a little sympathy for him? Th- third string quarterback, um, the ups and downs of this season, a lot of them you know of his own doing and everything like that. But we've gotten to the point where it's almost like that proverbial kicking the kicking the dog when he's down. Yeah. There's there's not much more. But, we're at the point now, Jay, where the last two weeks are going to be just, just excruciating to watch because right. we know where it's going. It's, it, it can't get any better. If, if you beat the Falcons this week, who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, if you, you know, lose to San Francisco, San Francisco in week 17, 18, whatever it is, who cares? We're at that point where it is, man, it is so bad. It is, and there's nothing you can do. We can win these next two games, Jay. Yep. 100 to nothing, a combined score, 50 to nothing, 50 to nothing. And you'll still look back on the season and be like, man, who cares? It's been just that bad. There's nothing you can do to resurrect this. And you can see the the hurt on Kingsbury's face. We now know that Buda Baker is down, you know, and out for the rest of this one. Fractured shoulder, I think it was. 
We now and speak on it, Jay. We now know that the great JJ Watt has decided to call it quits. Let me just ask you a question. Yeah. We couldn't have just done this at the end of the year after the last two games. All right. I knew you was gonna say that. Go ahead. Yeah. So here's here's one of the things I wanted to ask you. So is you can't you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. So let's talk about this. this Nah, in this case, bro, you just damned because you did. (laughs) <laughs> you just damn because you did. Damn yeah, do or don't. Coming up with some wonderful things the last month, month and a half. The things that you were saying are even better than what you've said the last few years. You damn because you did. So expound upon that. Okay. In most instances, you know, now we all know, and I'm everybody knows I'm I, I respect what JJ Watt is and was for the game. But we yes. all know his tendencies. So when I talk about tendencies, we like mm-hmm. to be in front of the camera. We like to let everybody know everything we're always doing and thinking. And, you know, we want to just show our, our, our grit and all that kind of stuff. My, my, in this situation, bro, JJ Watt has had, and who am I, Ed Smith, you know, reserve tight end in the league for a few years to ever speak on a hall of future hall of famers career in okay. to a certain degree. But okay. at the same time, I'm just speaking the truth when I talk about how one, he loves the camera. We all know that he loves the attention. We all know that in this situation, what would it have been? What difference would it have been if we're at the end of his career, right? He's got two games to go. We finish these two out and then in a nice regal press conference, he announces, you know, I'm done. You know, I played my last games in the NFL. My son, you know, he, you got a chance to see me play. I'm very thankful for that, blah, 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 right? He's got to let everybody know in a text, in his own way, yeah. you know, my, this is my last game and my son's first game because he wanted to let everybody know that he's right. stepping away and you got two weeks to celebrate me. And I want to hear all of the things. <laughs> I mean, we know the cameras are there for hard knocks, right, already. Yes. He could have just easily stepped away and like so many others have yeah. done in the past. Instead, he wants to let everybody know that he stepped away. So just in case you wanted to make this about me for the next couple weeks and celebrate me, here's your opportunity. That, and that's just my take on it. And that's just because he's given me an opportunity to have several takes on it because that's the way he functions and does his thing. Very easily, like I said, could have just stepped away. We, I got a text from our good friend. I'm not going to name that friend. <laughs> early this week, the second yes, he put the tweet out there to let everybody know, you know, yeah, I played my last game, but my son got to see me in his first game. His son is, what, two weeks old? He ain't never going to remember this in his life, but he will now because it's been commiserated. Is that the Yes, word? yes, commiserated. Commiserated. Yes. yes. One with J.J. Watt to let everybody in the world know that he's going to step away. So I give the golf clap to J.J. Watt on an outstanding humanitarian career, humanitarian over the year, one of J- the uh, the award for was it, um, uh, Walter uh, Payton. Walter Payton. He's done yes. that. He's done everything you can imagine. He's always just wanted to let us know how much he's done. And in this instance, we now know two weeks ahead of time that J.J. Yeah. is going to be leaving the game and – you know, congratulations on a great career. This season has sucked for the Cardinals. And in my opinion, think about this, Jay. Yeah. Two years that we got out of JJ Watt. That was going to be my question. Okay. Yes. Yes. To these last two years. year, seven was, games, seven okay. games. All right. We got a total of seven, right? Yes. Okay. So we got a total of seven out last year. And then we got this effort and no blame on him to a certain degree. 
But, you know, what are we celebrating here as far as his career as a Cardinal? Let's celebrate him as an NFL player. Let's celebrate him as a Houston Texan, all kind of stuff. But uh, for all the people out here that want to pretend like, you know, oh, my God, what he brought to this organization and what he did. Okay. All right. Yeah. I I agree there because I do think that it's that's it's that's an overstatement. It's a bit much in terms of in terms of the the imprint or his legacy. There there is no legacy when it comes to JJ Watt and the Arizona Cardinals. It's almost no. and tell me if you think think this because I know at times you've shared with me at times people see that Smith on the back of your jersey and think that you are Emmett Smith, <laughs> <laughs> but but. It's almost as if when when Emmitt Smith came to the Arizona Cardinals, he was here for I want to say two seasons, yeah, and it, and he didn't play poorly. He he played okay. He played average. He was he wasn't the worst. He wasn't the the best in terms of running backs. He was fine. He I think he got a yeah. thousand yards or whatever. But okay, thanks. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. for the, and and I guess my 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 hate. You because you always call it my hate. Hate, 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 hate. My hate, hate comes hate. from the like what he is like. What has JJ Watt meant to this organization? What is it? Yeah, I mean, it's two seasons. We made the playoffs last year. He was only there for a few of the games we got beat. This year, it has literally been a dumpster fire from every aspect, from ownership to GM to coach to a certain degree, a number of players on this team. And I'm not here to like. We got to put him in the hall, the ring of honor here. Oh, the no. But he's been one of the bright spots. Would you say that? So, he, Buddha in a definitely... dismal season, yes, he's been one of the bright <laughs> spots. I mean, think about it. Even like Hopkins, you run down the list of names, there's been no success here. Hopkins, uh, yes. Murray, uh, I mean, Marquise Brown, you run down the list of them. Yeah. AJY has been one of the, okay, I'll equate it to this. If you out there on a, you know, I, you don't know if you ever watched Naked and Afraid XL yes. when oh, they've done sure. it like, okay, when they've done it like in the cold of Alaska, right? Ooh, ooh. Right? Yes. The the flicker of smoke, the flicker of flame that he's given us for that one, there's a 21 day uh, journey, right? That one day <laughs> that we got some fire, that's, I mean, yeah, that was on day two or three, right? What oh, does that do when you in week in the week eighteen or day eighteen? Man. Not doing you a whole lot, a whole lot of good. So we right. got that little flicker of him over this course of time he's been here, and by golly, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and, and let's just say if we had to re- rely on that little flicker, we'd have tapped out in in week ten or day ten or whatever it is if we were on naked and afraid XL. So I mean, all oh, praise man. to JJ. You know, we appreciate what you've given us. For the 1.3 years of service here, and you know, we, when when it comes time, let's just say this: there will yeah. be no doubt on what jersey or what he's wearing at his True. induction, Hall of Fame induction in yeah. five plus years, whatever it is. He's not going to have any worry, or he's not going to lose any sleep over which jersey he wears or which uh, name he goes in under as far as team. But Three. they'll make it seem over the next, like, because we're going to, what we're going to get, Jay, over the next few weeks, yeah. you know, after this miserable season is over, we're going to get that debate about, oh my God, how much did JJ Watt bring to this organization? Uh, you know, he bought, you know, a little flicker, a <laughs> little flicker, a little flicker. 
Oh, man, believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So we have talked about J.J. Watt. I did want to talk about the beginning of the episode, which focused on calling people out and effort and finishing strong. Again, you've been in the locker rooms. You've been in the in the clubhouses. Was that that tenor of that? It the pointing out Buda Baker and JJ Watt. Yeah. These dudes are get. If nothing else, I think JJ Watt is that dude that has a high motor. He's going to give you his best when he's out there on the. He's not the one. You're not going to find him lollygagging, right? I don't think so. I mean, you're looking at me. Are you you smiling? You you smile like I do when, when, when the about camera's on. JJ always <laughs> okay. But here's the thing, Jay. We, yeah. we only see those plays we are supposed to see. Uh, so I'm, you know, there's. Here's the thing: nobody is perfect, right? And I will guarantee you, there's a play or two every game where JJ yeah. might be on the backside and yeah. nothing's cut. Kind of, he might take one or two off. All right, so <laughs> let's not pretend. Let's not. Pretend. But he's JJ Watt. He doesn't okay. take plays off. He doesn't do that. Oh, okay. Yeah, so okay. So yeah. when in terms of when you've been in those, we we talked about it that when it was uh what Mullen uh when he was called out for 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 making business decisions. Yeah. In this case, a it, the what Vance Joseph did on the defensive side of the ball. Did you have? Do you wish he would have had a different tone? Was it about right in terms of the message trying to send the guys? That was the first thing I thought about when I saw that. Wanted to get your your thoughts on how that was delivered, and and what you again what you've seen when you've been in those situations on teams. Well, once again, every situation is different. We can't, you know, I can't pretend to know the context because there's a whole lot of stuff that we didn't hear before and right. after of those clips. What I can say is the message is clear. You know, we're looking at a, we're now starting to watch because the season is, it's in effect, it's over meaning in terms of what we're going to do in the postseason because there is no postseason. We're all trying to get to that last day of the year. And his message based basically was everything you do from this point moving forward is going to be evaluated. And in fact, everything you've done because what is lost is, they will go back after a season like this, especially because when you have a winning season, when I was right. with the Falcons in 98, we went all the way to the Super Bowl. They're not going back to September to do evaluations because one, we went all the way to a Super Bowl. It was a success. They know what they're looking for. They know what they're not looking for. They know what they got. They know what they didn't get. And a season like this, where now the season will end in a couple of weeks, you got a whole lot of time to start doing evaluating. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole lot of people that are going to be evaluating, meaning right. now, we're going to go back and we're going to look at this mess from start to finish. And what happens is they go all, you know, like I said, most instances, you don't have time to go back to September. They're going back to September hmm. and they're coaches and st- and owner. They're going to start evaluating this stuff from the beginning. Yeah. And then my, even my son, Quentin asked me the other day about the fact he's like, do owners normally watch, you know, I was like, no, they don't in most yeah. situations, but now, because Bidwell's going to be not just looking at, you know, players. and He's going to be looking at GM. He's going to be looking at coach. Then he's going to want to evaluate every single player on that roster. And to let you finish, but there, there was that report that the article that came out that essentially said that there were, there were quotes, anonymous quotes saying Cliff is just the type of guy that looks to avoid conflict yeah yeah so if you, if that's what you're looking to do is avoid conflict then you'll never be able to get to be able to hold people accountable 
um, in that way, because yeah. sometimes you have to have confrontation. I was doing something in terms of work related today and had to have a little bit of conflict because in it, it, and you, it, you, it's just sometimes you have to gear up for it, get your mind right and go for it. But go ahead. You say it right, Jay, in every, in every relationship in life, your marriage, your friendships, your business, you know, you name it, you go down the list of them. There has to be a small portion of conflict. And here's the thing. Conflict is healthy. Right. Conflict is two sides or one side who maybe has the authority to speak to the other to say, hey, I don't like this or like that. Or if you're even talking about two halves, your, mm. your wife, you know, I'm sure there are times when you're like, babe, look. And then she'll look at you sometimes like, babe, look. And mm-hmm. But those are healthy conflicts. If right. you're trying to avoid it, that means you're trying to avoid the entire relationship for the most part. You only right. want the good stuff. Right. And in any relationship, any work, you know, business, whatever. I mean, if you think about it, Jay, I would even, I would even, even in a marriage, if you're at 48, 47% good, that mm. you're, you're on a, I mean, that's the plus. Yeah. Because there's no such thing as 50 yeah. 50. You know, if, if everything is smooth and nah, we all know that, you know, in most instances, if you can avoid the big stuff and then deal with the little stuff, you're still looking at, like I said, majority of your issues and situations. Are probably going to be a negative. The, the the plus is when you can navigate those negatives and not make those little things into big things, like right. who left the uh, the top off the the, the <laughs> who didn't put the toilet seat, whatever it is down. Those are situations if you can make those little things not become big things. But if you avoid them, if every time you walk in the bathroom, last thing you do, you look and you see the toilet seats up, and you're like, I don't give a damn. You know, let her put it down. Those yeah. are the little things. That over the course, as you start adding those up, you know, that some bitch didn't do this. this. You know, every time I turn around, the refrigerator door is open. You know, he ate the, he ate the last damn piece of chicken. You know, that, (laughs) those are the things that, you know, like I said, like, so with Kingsbury avoiding, that means you're not confronting any of your issues. And that means not good. Yeah. And so. So you, and I know I took you off a little bit off, off track there, but so with the evaluation and so being able to hold people accountable in that way, you mentioned how Quentin was asking about the owner. And so it's, it's just, it is a, it's a powder keg, but but do you feel that uh, in terms of looking at that, that that was at least the right way to go? You got to let people know sometimes that you don't know that you're veering off course and you got to be corrected a little bit. To, to make sure that you finish this strong, man, you, 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 you're, we got the finals coming up here. You, you might have an A locked up or you might have a D locked up, but we need to make sure you finish strong. Cause if you got to take this course again, then you know what to do differently. Or if you are doing great, you don't want to put yourself in a position where you go from an A to a B or whatever the case may be. Yeah. No, he was just pretty much putting everybody on blast. He was letting everybody know these two dudes are the ones that are doing what they're supposed to doing. This is what our standard is. And he basically was trying to point out to everybody in the in the room, you need to do a little self-evaluation. Do you think you're doing everything and what these guys are doing? And the answer is no. We've seen that the, the team lacks in a whole bunch of areas, including finishing and, and maybe here's the thing. If you start, or could it be skill? Could it, could it be skill? It could be that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. We don't have the talent in those rooms, which goes back to our GM and right. valuators, our scouts, everything. 
But here's the thing, no matter how much talent you have or don't have, there's something that you can never or should never have to teach, Jay, and that's effort. If if you're out there, I don't care how talented or not talented your team is, if everybody's flying to the ball like Buda Baker, but you're missing tackles, and that, you say, look, we just didn't have the, 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 the Joes. You know, yeah. you didn't have the dudes out there. But if you're looking and you're seeing lack of effort, right. um, lack of, you know, aggression, et cetera, et cetera, in a game that calls for 100% effort and aggression, then that's when you can, I mean, that's pr- pretty obvious, you know. And I think that's where the Cardinals are at this point. They have no talent on the field. Who's to blame for that? GM. Mm. Uh, the talent that you do have, you're not getting the best out of them. Who's to blame for that? All of the coaches, meaning mm. you're a defensive coordinator. If you got C talent and you're playing at C minus D level, whose fault is that? I mean, you look mm. at the coaches, you look at the players. Then you look at the overall, meaning a Kingsbury. Are you getting these guys motivated? Are you, you know, here's the, we've talked about this last week, Jay. If playing the way you practice whose fault is that i've pointed out several times i'm watching these guys and hard knocks give us gives us an extra opportunity to look behind the curtain i'm looking at practices that look like walkthroughs all the time and then you get in the game and it's like well you know we got to turn this no well if you're practicing like that and you're playing like that whose Mm. fault is that i mean it's Mm. it comes down to there are so many bad i mean Everything is bad from top to bottom. And right. at this point, it's too easy to basically, you know, kick all of them while they're down. It's been a horrible season, horrible from uh, evaluation. To, you know, we can go all the way back to drafting, to free agency, getting guys in there, coaching, then to the effort on the field. And that goes along with, you know, our guys just not motivated at this time. It's just been, you know, pretty bad, and, and there's not much you can do at this point. It seems as if, again, using if if this episode was any indication, as you mentioned, they they went from an hour and two minutes to say we just got fifty. We just trying to get these fifty minutes and get on out. <laughs> but minutes. it seems as if the when you know that the season is has been decided, when you know there's not going to be any any postseason, when you know that you're you're not playing to try to get to 500 or because there's 17 games now, you're not trying to get to nine and eight that it's just decided. And that seems to be the toughest thing. And that's what, that's what calls upon your character, right? Your character is. Let me, I'll throw something out at you. I'm going to throw something out at you, bro. What's the Houston Texans record right now? Houston Texans. I actually had that little bit pulled up for the question I got to ask. Two eleven and position. something or whatever. They it is. are Houston Texans are two twelve and one. Would you want to play the Houston Texans right now? Ask the Dallas Cowboys and a couple other teams that have gone up against them mm. because they are fighting. They you can right. that's a team that has not given up. Not, and they bruh, they've got two wins and a tie, and they've been in that spot for a very long time. Yeah. They have been fighting. That's Tennessee. Didn't they just beat Tennessee this past week? Yeah. I know it was with a backup quarterback, but this is a team and and under Lovey Smith that you can look at them and you two and two, eleven and one, whatever they are, two, two twelve, twelve and one. Yep. Yep. These dudes are still out there throwing it around. And like I said, they could have beaten Dallas in Dallas. They could have beaten, I think it was Kansas City in the next week or somebody. Yeah. And then they finally did beat Tennessee. This is a team that's still, and that's a team with zero talent. 
I mean, absolutely no talent. And they are still fighting and giving other teams trouble. And there are, that's a team that even with two wins at this point in time, it's like, mm, nah, we don't really want to face them. Whereas teams with mm. the Cardinals on their schedule right now, Woo. man, I know we're down to our third team quarterback, but the team you're playing the Cardinals right now, you know, that's, you know, you might as well think, okay, I'm going to win this one. I can double down on next week or next, you know, whatever, whatever hand I get drawn next, I'm next. Uh, a hand up. I'm going to go ahead and double down. He's already won. <laughs> Cardinals oh, are at that point now where they look defeated. And that's from their head coach down to players to a certain degree. Yeah. And there's very little fight in them when, in comparison to a Houston Texans team that had been on two wins since I think like week four or five or whatever it is, but still continue to grow at least. And they look like a team that. I would right now, if I'm fighting to get one of those last playoff wild card spots or something like that, which we have seen, that's yeah. a team you just don't want to see right now because they are, I mean, they're, they're, that's a team out there biting kneecaps and stuff like that. They're not <laughs> going, they're not going out easy. All right. So, so leave me with this before we head out of here, but and get your thoughts on meaningless game with the, with the Falcons, but more specifically as it stands right now, if the, if the season were to end today, the, in terms of draft position, Houston Texans would have the first pick, Chicago Bears second pick, Seattle Seahawks via the Denver trade have the number three pick, and the Arizona Cardinals will have the number four pick. So we definitely don't want the Cardinals to win any more games, right? We definitely don't want that. We want the best draft position, but I've said it a couple of times, who's going to be making that pick? Because the Houston Texans and the Seattle Seahawks probably looking for a quarterback. Mm -hmm. The 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 Chicago Bears probably have their quarterback. So we look at there's going to be a lot of holes to fill to fill. We have we know that the offensive line is definitely an issue. We talked about this the other day with uh edge rusher uh wanting to get an edge rusher in. It so there are definitely holes to fill. So we definitely want the Cardinals to stay at that four or try to move up. We don't want any more victories, right? Question mark? Because they, they lost at home again, so there's not as if there's anything to play for in terms of when I say not anything to play for in terms of trying to have a good last showing for the, for the home, for the home crowd, because that last showing was an overtime loss to the Tampa mm -hmm. Bay Buccaneers. I'm right there with you. I mean, we are part of the media. We know, you know, the, the, the fans they want to see, cause I've gotten texts from a whole lot of people. We need to finish strong. We need to at least show, you know, like now at this point, there is no such thing as momentum going into next year. Mm -hmm. I, let's just say it this way, Jay. The players will never, and we've talked about this before, players will never fold. Players will never, uh, you know, just lose a game for any reason because they're out there performance-wise to win. Ownership, I bet you they're, they would not be disappointed hmm. if 4-11 and 11 turned into 4-13. and 13. Because mm. that would solidify our draft spot. They would never say it because, you know, they want to obviously put the best face forward and stuff like that. But inside the rooms right now, they're yeah. hoping. I mean, they're. I'm, I hate to say it. I think they're hoping that we fall short in the next two, at the very least, stay exactly where we are. Mm. If there's any possibility to move up a spot or two, let me ask you this question, Jay. In yeah. 10 years, you you ask any Cardinals fan, I'll give you 10 seconds, 
tell me the record of the 2022-23 Arizona Cardinals. Go. I'll give you a hundred dollars. Most of them will be like, uh, uh, because it means absolutely nothing. The record, right. the finishing record, as you get into the playoffs, you know, you get to a AFC or NFC championship, whatever, you get to a Super Bowl. That's the only time people remember. They'll remember the fact that you got to the playoffs in 22-23, you know, because you probably had a decent record. Yeah. If you had a bad record, but you end up with the third or fourth draft pick, if you ask most fans what the record was, they could not tell you. And that's why in the big scheme of things, it's really irrelevant, meaning the total wins that you get for this season. The best thing for the Cardinals, in my opinion, yeah. Go out and play hard. I don't say suck. I don't say, you know, you don't never want to go out there and just lay down. Go out there and play hard. Give it everything you got. You come up short one or two of these games. The best thing that can happen for you is to stay in this draft hole where you're at at four and potentially move up. I mean, goodness gracious. I mean, the, then the question becomes, what do you do with all that good fortune? And we've yeah. all know, we all know what they've done in the past and the direction they've taken. Will they be smart enough? to start solidifying this offensive line, man, I would go out there. My first three picks would be three quality first round, second round, third round, go get me some quality offensive linemen to go all this other talent and maybe an edge rusher mixed in there, that type of thing. So solidify your defense line after you solidify your offensive line three times over. But, you know, we all know how they'll do. You can't, you can't sell tickets that way with come protecting us with the offensive line. No, you, sell tickets. you can sell tickets when you're winning ball games. That's what you Speak can do. Speak on it. Speak on <laughs> it. So, last thing, leave me with this. Falcons are five and ten. Uh, what? Yeah, five ten and I think uh, what five ten and one, if I'm not mistaken. Here, let me take a look. Yeah, five uh, five and ten. So, Falcons are five and ten, fourth place in there. Uh, I mean, who cares? On, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you go out and play this, but players will go out and play. Front office will be sitting there hoping that we don't play too well, you know, maybe well yeah. enough to win this one. Yeah. I can see everybody go out there and put the best foot forward. If we came out short and we're four and 12 after this one, I mean, they'll be silently doing a golf clap because that means we stayed one step ahead of that draft spot, you know? So as far as a prediction for this game, Cardinal, the Falcons are down to playing their rookie quarterback, finally giving him some, some run, I think his first effort he had under 100 yards passing. Ritter, I think his, yeah. his name is. Yeah. Um, whatever he does moving forward, hopefully it's a bonus for them. But as far as we're out there on our third-string quarterback, uh, we're down Buda Baker. Who, el- who knows who else is going to be down these next week or so. There's not a lot of, you know, this is, this is one of those, let's get this one over so we can get to the next one and then finish this nasty season up. Indeed, indeed. So on behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith, I am Javon J. Love Adams, and we are presented by Bet Online. We do this thing again twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays. So tell a friend to tell a friend about what we have going on here. And as we always like to say around this time, now you can. Until we see you again, be easy out there. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.